Hi, this is Ken Rose from Outtakes and Fresh Starts on Substack. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been posting chapters from a spiritual novel that I wrote during the lockdowns early in the pandemic. It's called The Cave of the Saints. I hope that you've been finding the chapters helpful and fun to read. Soon after I published The Cave of the Saints, I realized that it was a guide to practices essential to the spiritual life. Although the language of these practices is new, they are grounded in practices that I have been using for decades and which are inspired by many mystical traditions. I soon saw that these practices might be useful for readers of the book, so I thought that I'd create a workbook to accompany the novel. Over the next weeks, I'll extract practices from the book and share them here with you first on outtakes and fresh starts. The approach I'll take will be to read a passage from the Cave of the Saints that describes a spiritual practice. Then I'll talk about the practice's meaning and, you can pra and how you can practice it in your life. So here's the first practice. Discovering the Inner Cave, a selection from the Cave of the Saints. The cafe was full and there was no place to sit and drink my coffee. So I went outside where I saw that it was a bright spring afternoon. The light of the sun fell like a sheet of thin gold on the parking lot. And I realized that I'd been so caught up in writing my thesis that I hadn't noticed till just now that winter was over. A sloping meadow behind the cafe led to a ridge behind a white barn in a one-time dairy farm. The meadow and a circle of protecting trees were engulfed by a business campus and a strip mall bordering a congested road. This sight aroused an intuitive sense of knowing within me, and I felt drawn by a gentle force to explore this isolated patch of countryside in the middle of the city. So uh, in this uh, first paragraph of the, of the Cave of the Saints, um, we find an example of how the spiritual life begins for many people. It begins often when they become aware that the way that they have been living and thinking is lacking in some significant way. For some awakeners, this might be a life-altering insight that upsets in an instant the whole course of their lives. For others, it might be a quiet awareness that slowly steals into their awareness over time. Either way, this knowing carries a different kind of authority than other kinds of knowledge. It's not the result of analysis and research, as in science and philosophy. Instead, it's an inner knowing that drifts across our minds like the rich scent of flowers on a morning in spring. Because the aromas of the flowers are pleasant, we look for their source. Similarly, when the inner presence of the divine awakens within us, we naturally turn toward it mentally, as if we are turning to the source of our lives. An awakening like the one portrayed um, in the story, which begins the novel, seems to be spontaneous and unexpected, so it might seem like there's no specific training to cause it or bring it about. Other people reading the Cave of the Saints might say that they've never had any memorable spiritual experiences. They might wonder how they could have one, if that's even possible. My response is that it is possible to prepare yourself for a spiritual awakening or a spiritual experience. One way is to consciously reorient your thoughts and desires to a spiritual ideal reality or person. 
You can also open yourself to a benevolent spiritual dimension of reality, one that goes beyond everyday concerns with family, career, possessions, and recreational activities. The Cave of the Saints shows how the spiritual life began for Armin Thomas, its main character, when he offered up some thoughts in a crisis that turned out to be a kind of a prayer. For more on that, you'll have to read Chapter 2 of The Cave of the Saints, which I have posted on my substack, Outtakes and Fresh Starts. There are many examples of spiritual reorientation in this novel, by the way, and there are also many other books, organizations, and online sources that you can consult for spiritual information. An important point to keep in mind, though, when seeking spiritual inspiration from books, other people, and online, is that the ultimate spiritual reality, by whatever name we call it, is benevolent, wise, and accepting. Because there is no trace of anger or hatred in the divine, you can test the validity of a spiritual idea or practice by keeping in mind that true spirituality is kind, caring, wise, and accepting. I hope that you find these guidelines help, helpful. Until next time, be well.